This is the Milford Sound with Shaky and Asha. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Milford Sound with Shaky and Asha. Um, thanks everyone for joining us again. Been absolutely stoked with the, the support we've had. Thanks everyone who's who's been listening. It's, it's been great. We're really, really blown away by it. But um, today's episode, anyway, we have um, a real good friend of mine, someone who um, got really close with over in, in in Milford, and someone I keep in touch with, and I've met up with a few times over here. It's Gary Cottrell. Gary and I travel America with a few others, and uh, spent quite a used to hang out quite a bit in the pub, watching football, and and not loads of other stuff we get into in the episode. And um, yeah, Gary's also the only staff member from MDA we've had on so far. So it's a, another perspective. We hear about Gary's time as um, the emergency team in Milford and, and how that has an effect on people. So yeah, so um, hope you enjoy. Thanks. Nice one, Gary. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Taking the trip. But um, yeah, so you've been good of you. Yeah, man. Yeah, been good. Um, like I say, just still working and stuff. So, just, so yeah. Know, what 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 have you been up to? Boring. I mean, I obviously know what you've been up to since we uh, yeah because we keep in touch quite regularly since you've been back. For for people who don't know, what have you been up to since so we left in so, twenty thirteen? Yeah. So let's say I work work for Jaguar Land Rover now. So build the engines for Land Rover, Range Rover, stuff like that. Um, just in the factory. So shift worker. So behind closed doors all the time, so there's no beautiful scenery or anything like that. So, oh, what a change! Yeah, it's pretty crappy. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've been in Land Rover since you got back. Pretty yeah, much. pretty well. It's pretty come up to eight years now. Uh, obviously, we got back well from New Zealand and America 2013, and then that's a month I was starting there. So it was uh, the first job that came up really, and then I obviously jumped into it. So. Um. Yeah, not nothing like Milford, unfortunately. So, yeah, it's literally the complete opposite from what you you know. Literally, is the complete opposite. There's no daylight comes anything like that. So yeah, it's uh, it sounds really fun, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You're not selling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you um do you get out and about on your on your days off or you know after working that sort of thing for the odd adventure still? Yeah, obviously with obviously recent with the COVID and all that, but yeah, get get out on the bar, go see Cheeky or other people. Obviously, still still in touch with Russell, so um, knock about with him. Just and obviously watch still watch the football stuff like that. That's pretty much my life really is is working, going to football, and I just catch up with mates and stuff like that. Obviously, me my girlfriend now as well. So yeah, yeah, it's a proper like old school. Liverpool vibe, isn't it? It's like it is, yeah, it's just working like, in a factory. Go watch the blues, yeah, and like that's that's the life. Then, yeah, that's it's... But, that, but that but that was that was a, that was a thing before when I came to Milford. Literally, I was like my story is because like when I was in Milford, it was like who the fuck can you can you swear on this? By the way, <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Of course you can. <laughs> Have you met us? Yeah. <laughs> But it was always like I'd, I'd wander around. Obviously, I knew because I knew all the companies. Like because I worked for MDA, um, so I literally knew obviously, real journeys, some discoveries, cruise Milford or Gypsy Cruise, and then. Uh, it, but it was always like if something was going, on, I was like, "Oh, uh, Gary's coming." It's like, "Who the fuck's Gary?" And his, his daughter, I was Gary from Southern Discoveries, you know, the old the older guy. So it was like. No, there's actually a real another person, you know, that worked there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
so yeah, I mean, my, my my story of coming coming into it was uh, literally typical Englander, not not a clue about anywhere else really. I'd never, I'll be honest with you, before I got to Mill, I'd never heard of it. Seriously, never like mm. yeah, I'd been maybe done it from my job. Russell got in touch with me and he said, "Look, do you want to? You know, there could be a, something over here if you want to come over here." So literally, within that conversation, it was a book the flight straight away, and then got over to. Um, Got over within I think about a couple of weeks, and I had nothing right. lined up. Yeah, so it was like I had no no work lined up. It was I was floating around, sleeping on the, the floor in uh, Cruise Milford's house for like two weeks. I think it was. <laughs> oh my god! And I was like shit. And I got offered a job in the uh, the cafe in Southern Discoveries, um, but I turned it down. So. Uh, Oh, you could have been working with us. I know. Yaka uh, interviewed me, and she's like, you know, here's the key, uh, as he's doing, you know, here's the key for the room. Um, stay over, met a few people. And then I went on the uh, on the piss and rush that night, and I was like, oh. And then, then the very next day, there was a girl called Maria, who worked for Cruz uh, Crew Milford, and she said, go and speak to Andrew. He's, he's looking for somebody, um, uh-huh. you know, for, for his company. Mm. And I literally walked into his office, a very, very short conversation. And then uh, it was like, right, okay, start start next week, give you a unit. And it was just like a mad whirlwind, really, you know, to uh, just to start there. But When was uh, all this? 2010. So I literally got into the new... The, the trip was, got the plane from Manchester, flew to Christchurch, got a plane from Christchurch to Queenstown, got a bus from Queenstown, to Tiano, got another bus from Tiano to Milford, dropped me back bags in the the terminal, and I was straight on a cruise, and I was like, been up for like 40 hours, and I stood there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it was that moment where my head, my head fell off, I was like, oh my God, because it was like, it just it just absolutely blew me away, I was like, oh my, I can't believe I'm here. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, just never, never really looked back from there, you know, so, um, yeah, that's 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 basically how I got there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you were there for a bit about three years, all up then. Yeah. So what I what I did I I did this I did this thing with MDA. Went away traveling Asia, Southeast Asia, for about six seven months, and then I came back again. Um, again, the same work crew were there um, for MDA, but I got like a slight promotion. Then I got it was basically a maintenance worker. Then so, um, which meant again better unit, more money, stuff like that, and then. Yeah, just got him. Just got involved. And I got. I think I got more into the second time. I got more into it because obviously I met Shaky, met Yurashir, and uh, it was like I just became. I was just myself more then because I'd done the travelling side of thing in Asia, and I was like, I just sort of like, you know, opened opened up more and was more sociable and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, and I got to know like loads of people. I'm still in touch with them now, aren't I? So it's it's just an unbelievable place, like. Yeah, and you do yeah. seem to get more and more out of it the more you open up down there with that crowd of people, eh? Definitely, yeah. I mean, there's, it's like everyone's in the, pretty much everyone's in the same boat. They're all from obviously all over the place, but it's uh, yeah, you literally you know you're all thrown, and you're all doing the same activities. If if you know if you get involved, um, I think the only the only downside of my mine was with the company I worked for it was a good company, but they weren't. A lot of a bit of an older crew, so I had to like basically put myself out to you know to other companies really, just you know, and just uh, get involved in their, their shenanigans yeah. and stuff like that. So, <laughs> but um, so yeah, I was I was pretty much known as like the the uh, you know 
the unknown one really, but um, you'd always see me face. <laughs> well, you'd always see me face water blasting a terminal and a pissing down rain. <laughs> so I was actually going to ask, what was um, what was the day to day in your job then? Explain who's who's MDA basically. So Milford Sound Development Authority. Basically, the they don't run. There's there's this conception that it was like you know the police of Milford, and it was like they run. They basically help everybody else really you know when there's rubbish piling up uh, when the water you know clean water um all that sort of stuff you know your, sh- your shit sewage cleaning every- everything that they basically did or we-, we did that um so basically kept things ticking over um for, for the for the village really um for- it was the role when i got there first in 2010 i was i was doing the bins and the recycling um and then after that, when I come back the second time, I was doing the maintenance. So it's more like more involved pipe work. Um, got involved in the the, the new breakwater. Mm. Um, set all that up. Mm. Put all the five hundred plants trees. So that my my plan in the future is to basically get back to Milford and just see what the actual landscape looks like because it's like well I've planted all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like well, yeah. I want to see what what it what it's like in that at that point. So. So yeah. whereabouts are you planting? Was that down by the, um, Plant- the foreshore there? Or? Yeah, so we planted all over. So we planted the foreshore, planted by the new breakwater, uh, all yep. the way down there, um, all the way around, really. With the door, all the new um, the boardwalks and stuff like that had to be painted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was another thing. We had to obviously make sure that, you know, um, tourists that were coming in, We'll get through safely. There was no, you know, no trip hazards, or anything like that. Because if there was, again, it'd come on us. And you know, if people are getting onto boats and there's there's something in the way, piece of rope, and they end up in the fjord, you know, it's it's, it's going to come on us. Like so, mm-hmm. uh, just yeah, just things like that. It was an interesting job, you know. It was just, uh, yeah. And again, you know, the, the people have different. Um, Different opinions of people in Milford, should we say? Obviously, I work for, but all I can uh, honestly to, to this day is the best. That my my man was the best best fellow I've worked for. So yeah. you know he's he was spot on with me, helped me out and stuff like that. And he was yeah, good guy. And he, and to be fair, he wanted the best for everyone in, in you know in, in in Milford as well. So mm. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, it the way you've described it. now is it? It sounds like it's almost like. The council in Milford Sound, isn't it? And then um, the head of the council isn't going to be liked by everyone, is he? No, <laughs> you know no, what I mean. No, no. And, and so I mean, you can you can understand that. And I, mean, I yeah. don't, I don't. I what was his name again? I don't have any. Andrew. Andrew, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I spoke to him a few times. I'm mm. sure, but like he was, he was one. He never really came into the pub, did he? And yeah, he was like you say, difficult, just, I suppose, doing that job and then going to socialize like definitely, yeah, not it was fancy it for like, yeah, he had the like you say, the whole all that project, the breakwater, it was you know, it was about six million dollars, so obviously, a lot, of, a lot of pressure on him as well. So, he wanted things to go smoothly, which is you know, that's why there were certain things in place, or not, I wouldn't say rules because there weren't many rules, well, there was no rules in Milford, was there? To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> it, well, there wasn't, there wasn't, it was just literally just you know. Um, but again, part, don't, don't be a dick was probably the only rule yeah, that really got but, followed. Yeah, pretty much. And anyone What's who was sort of got like cast aside, you know, it was like if you are a yeah. 
dickhead or you are pissed or whatever you got sent home or you know but yeah it's, um, <laughs> but we like say MDA as well they ran the um, emergency response team as well so yes, there's all that there's all, yeah. there's all that side of things you know it was like the I've said the fire the ambulance um, you know people coming ill off cruise boats or uh, tourists who were you know ill or you know even villagers who accidents or whatever we was there for them really as well you know so um was that, that, com- that was that something you had to do as part of your job so or was it involved because i know when it was voluntary for other people to get involved yeah so f- because my my going back further I, obviously i was ex i was in the army for six years the british army for six years so i had oh, all my driving licenses and stuff like that so it was a case of well you know first aid you can drive a fire truck so really you know we want you to be part and it was like okay and it, it was it was all right obviously it ran it ran a few of the training sessions and stuff like that but uh yeah just sometimes i mean don't get me wrong sometimes you, you know you could be 11 o'clock at night half 11 your page would go off and you're like fucking hell it'd be some it'd be some dickhead tourist <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the pub you know fell off a bar stool or something like that but you know uh, it's, uh, yeah you had a lot of um uh what was i gonna say Tourists coming off the road as well, and yeah. you had to deal with those. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, quite a lot to be honest with you. A lot. I think people miss they just misjudge the road, the Milford Road. Obviously, we we know we was in all the time, where we you know got coming in out all the time. So you can sort of you don't speed down there, but you know what how to drive the road. Basically, they don't. They see it as like a racetrack, and there was that many accidents and bad accidents mm-hmm. as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Mm. And it's just, and, and and it's a shame, really, because I mean that that's the they're going, you know, like we see it as you know the greatest places on earth, and that is for them. But then they've got involved in this bad smash, and it's it's ruined the experience for them, unfortunately. But mm. yeah, you know, yeah, it 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 is it is hard. I mean, especially like if you're going in for the first time, and you're like, it's hard to focus. Just stay on the road, keep your yeah. brain on the road. Oh, and of just course, yeah. well, you, you look you're at everywhere, like, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, you're just yeah. trying so to take it all in, and then you're. Yeah. Just, you're gone then, like, and it doesn't take much. Like, once you're gone, then it's, yeah, it's not, it's not great. Mm. But um, yeah, so you, it, that side of job must have been tough. Like seeing, you probably saw some horrible things. Like it must have been, yeah, have been um, tough, like, yeah. I mean, that was. I mean, I guess you sort of like. I didn't I say I didn't volunteer for it, but it was like it was part of working that in, in that environment and. In a way, it was like the, the responsibility was, you know, still got out and had a drink and had a laugh and everything else. But it was like that part of it was like, you just have to switch on. Basically, if, that, if anything happened, it was like, just switch on and, and, you know, we get through. And then when it's all over and done with, then you can go for a, you know, a beer or a whiskey or whatever you want, you know, just to, to clear your head. But Jack it was, so, yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. The, <laughs> there was, I mean, there was a lot, a lot of bad things, but, um, you know, again, it was just, it was just part. I just saw it as as part of the experience for myself. You know, it was just mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the good side, and obviously, you know, some some difficult parts. But, um, but yeah. Did you find that part of what made it easier to stay was your job then? Because you said you were like obviously like you turned down one job, which was the cafe. Yeah. Um, t- took this one. This, I mean. I, I I chuckle when you say you. I could just imagine you like working in the cafe. I I, I say I can. I can't imagine you working in the cafe. Um, yeah. So like you probably yeah. 
well, I don't know if you you answer. I suppose like, do you think you would have lasted as long if you had taken that job in the cafe? Uh, probably. I don't know. I mean, it, probably not. I mean, I, I, I find I can I can adjust quite easy to, to, to situations, but I think that one was like compared to other jobs I'd done. I mean, I was mainly done it like as a telephone engineer before I got to New Zealand. So to go from that to to you know to to being in a cafe, it was like. And I did. I mean, I thought, well, if it comes to it, and I'm, you know, then yeah, maybe it maybe it could do for a spell, and then see if that else come up, something else comes mm-hmm. up. But it was just, I was just fortunate that, like, say that I got got to speak to Andrew the next day, and then it was like, right, that's it was like meant to be, really, you know. Yeah, well, that worked um, out perfect. Yeah, worked out really yeah, well. Yeah, but uh, the and the reason to stay around it was the job, but it was the it was more than anything, it was the people and people was with and you know the whole experience was just incredible you know when you went when you went traveling did you always plan on coming back uh i knew yeah i knew i knew what i left and i was like right that's it um you know farewell final cruise and all that's everything but then i just knew i thought as soon as soon as i got back to the uk because obviously through from age back to the uk i thought i can't i'm, I'm going back again now because it was like so you I'm actually not, so you went home after asia yeah so i had a, oh, okay. i had, a, I had a, like family family issue at home so it was like mm. i had to head, head back and then as soon as i'd done that it was like right go you're not you're not done there you know you you, you know you, you still got more to more to experience out there so mm. that's what i did so i uh, went back and yeah. met and a load more people so it was like i was quite lucky in that in that sense as well because i met a Great group of people in the first the first like year or so, and then the, the next time it came, a new new load of uh, you know crew and stuff would come in, and just as great, you know, like yourself, Shaky, you, you know, you you were there the first, when I was there the first time, but the second time it was like obviously introducing and best is history, as they say. Yeah, we 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 <laughs> we did well. Like we we obviously bonded quite quickly on football yeah. more than anything else, wasn't it? it was yeah. like drinking yeah. Guinness drinking Jack Daniels and watching football and yeah. stupid hours in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like with yeah. the time zones, it could be like, right, we're staying up to watch a football match. Yeah. So it'll be like, all right, so we close the pub and we'll just sit in because that's where Sky Sports was or whatever. We'll watch the football in here in the bar. And the, the game could be at three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. But it wouldn't be a case of coming to the pub at one o'clock to watch the football or like we'd close the pub at normal time, go home, go to bed, whatever, and then come back. Which it was like, yeah. right, well, I mean, I might as well go down at 9 p.m. and just start yeah. drinking. And then like <laughs> how we managed, how we managed to watch the matches we did at like two, three o'clock in the morning when we were like, yeah, drinking from yeah. nine, like some nights, yeah. like earlier, like it's just. It was, yeah, it was heavy, it was heavy time. <laughs> but we were all so good at it. Like, you know, yeah. I, I couldn't, like, I mean, yesterday, St. Patrick's Day, um, did try an all day session and my mm. god I regretted it today but like back <laughs> then I could have done that and then still been in work the next day it's just yeah yeah and unlike us Gary you had to get up and work in the mornings like we were yeah. lucky in that we could start at two three in the afternoon well this this is the thing it was like because many times I don't know if you obviously the old old Donny was like 75 years old yeah. yeah one of the hardest working fellas I've ever met he had you know he was diabetic he was he had all but he was proper you know hard worker so a lot of the time it was like i'd say to don like look you know you might have to drive for the first <laughs> the first couple of hours because obviously i've been on you know <laughs> beyond the ale or whatever and it was like but when i but when i when i was going to work you gotta think i was dealing with like 
sewage vats and stuff like that. So it's like when you're hungover or you had a few. <laughs> oh, God. You're staring, you're staring, at, you know, you're staring a lump of shite in the face. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. And he chose that over coffee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Uh, God. That's great. Um, You you mentioned Russell was the one who, like, gave you the heads up about about coming over and stuff. So how did you know Russell beforehand? So those who – and for those who – I'm sure most people who listen to this will will remember Russell from uh, Juicy Cruise, Cruise Milford. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how did you know him? So he was, he was a friend of mine for about, about, even about six years. He was one of my best friends. He went to school with him. So we sort of like got introduced in later years. Um, mm-hmm. And we, again, we just bonded. And uh, yeah, I think really, if, uh, you know, if you, you know, if you can look back at it, really, if he, if he hadn't have said, come here, you know, or at least try it, I, w- I probably wouldn't have gone to Milford. So really, a lot of it is down to him. And, and to be fair, he was, uh, you know, people know Russell, he's a bit of a, a character, a bit of a pain in the arse sometimes, but he, you know, he's a character, which <laughs> so that made it easier for me when when I got there because you know I was pretty before 2010. I was pretty closed off to most things. I didn't, you know, didn't know, never really heard the Milford or so to go and then get into all that and then end up traveling and then going everywhere. It just sort of like that was the starting point for me. Where I mean, I traveled in the army, but uh, that was completely different where this was like uh you know trip of a lifetime if you like so mm-hmm. um and that's where it all started it was there which is why yeah. um it, you know it's, it's an important place for me really because that was like the place where probably the, you know you were just free, free weren't you free to you know no um you know you didn't have, have any barriers up or anything like that it was just just get on with it yeah. so yeah yeah you got to be like yeah, you, the more relaxed you got while you were there, then as well, you found out a bit about yourself. And I, yeah. I certainly think anyway that my time there has had a massive impact on who I am now today mm. and what I do and and all that sort of stuff. Like I, I mean, yeah, obviously I've met my wife there, and I wouldn't be living here and married to her if I hadn't gone there. But the just even yeah, just personality wise, it's just yeah, mm. it, was, it was a big like. It was a big place where you just came out of any shell. I mean, yeah. I, not not that I ever thought I was in a shell anyway, but getting there, yeah, you just were like, fucking hell, I can just be whoever I want. And yeah. these people are just as mad, if not madder than me, and they're all in the same boat. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it is a cracking place for stuff like that. Like, I think I think it's just it's the society. I mean, not to go up to it, but society, there's too many, too many people judging you. In Milford, it was just like, it was, you know, it was like every man for himself, but it was like, there was no, you could be whoever you wanted to be. You could wear, you know, you wear what you wanted to wear, you grow your hair, all stuff like that. There was no, like, you know, like, like you find now when you come back into, you know, into real life, if you like. But mm. it's, uh, and that's what I enjoyed a lot. It was like, well, I don't need to worry about any of that. That was just like another thing to put to the side, you know? But Yeah. There's never yeah. any in group out group sort of no, division no, there. Definitely, just, no definitely not it's just, just one everyone, big group everyone, of, yeah. of weirdos yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> so you said you, you came pretty much straight to Milford when you came over to New Zealand for the first yeah. time did you yeah. um, travel around New Zealand as well during your time so here? yeah I got uh, the first time I got around most most of the south um, and then the next time 
Uh, we took like a three-week trip over Christmas, and that was in the north. Nice. Uh, Waikiki Islands, all places like that. Really, was I mean, north great though. I was glad I got to to get back again just to do that to see more of New Zealand rather than just you know, because um, at that time as well, like you guys, it was ten. Well, the first time man, I was working ten days on, four days off. Yeah, it gave me more opportunity to, to to get out and about. Where the second time, I was it was five on and two off, so it's just a normal, you know, nine to five job if you like, mm. but. It limited you where you could go on them, you know, on them yeah. two days off. So you were pretty much, uh, you couldn't go too far. You literally get to Tiano or, you know, maybe go to Queenstown for the night and straight, coming straight back the next day. So why did they run it like that? Do you know? Because the 10-4 seems to work so well for, yeah. for where you are being that far away from everywhere. Basically, it was to do with because the, 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 uh, we had a foreman who was, um, that was his like shift, that was his rotor. But they couldn't have they couldn't have like uh, like I was next in line to like to the Matthew if you like, so they they wouldn't have three of like Andrew would go on the weekend. They wouldn't have three of us off at the same time. They would all have that yeah. one person in. So that's how it worked like that basically. Um, which again, it was sometimes you know take extra time off just just to do a bit more. But it was pretty much in Milford a lot of the time. But until I got my holidays, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot of time in Milford, isn't it? You do need to, <laughs> as incredible as it is, you do need those four days because you need to get yeah. out and, like, yeah, a bit of a refresher. Not that it was refreshing because you just got on the piss when you left anyway, mm. but yeah, to, to be able to travel because you are so remote, be able to travel, you do need those extra few days. But we had the obviously when you mentioned on the your last uh, one of your last podcast, it was the uh, the road closure. Like mm. three or four weeks, whatever it was. So while all the, the uh, cruise companies are stood down, we obviously MDA, we were still working. We wanted to clean up, you know, trees off the roads or uh, and keep things working. So uh, we were con- we were pretty much working like seven days. So the whole that full foot four weeks, we were working that whole time, you know, to try and right. keep things. Even though it wasn't, even though no one was coming in, it was like, well, we can do this, we can do that. You can water blast that, you know. It was like. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how it went there. Yeah, it was one of those, wasn't it? Where it was like, right, even, most companies was like, we got to find something to do to justify keeping yeah. all the staff on because no one wanted to get rid of anyone. Like, because you knew in four weeks everything was going to be back up and and running or however mm. long it ended up going. That was a that was a crazy time. That was because yeah, that was when they built that um, extra tunnel bit. Aff, on top of the yeah. t- or at the edge of the tunnel, like yeah, it was the tunnel hat, the tunnel hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so have we got many? I mean, it's all you're bound to have loads of memories and stuff. But is there any that stick out from from your time there? Either yeah. time, um, I think one one that'll never ever leave me was the uh, the new tunnel one. Um, it was the point where. <laughs> Basically, we got off. You get to the top of the tunnel, don't you? And you get like mm. on the bus, it takes you through to the tunnel to the top, and you run through. But there's one I got on the bus, and I seen old Don in '75 sat there with no clothes on, just looking at me like <laughs> driving the bus. Like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what is going on? And it was just like that. At that moment, I was like, oh my god! But it was, you know, it was, it was one of them. Like I say, it'll never. It was surreal, but it'll never ever leave me. That 
Um, mm. Most of the most of the the bridge to bars and stuff. I mean, they were insane. You know, I was like, when I got told about that, right, we're gonna go to this bridge, and then we're gonna walk back to the pub. I'm like, what's the fucking point of that? <laughs> <laughs> but then when you see what's involved, you're like, oh my god, you know, it's, oh, it's so good. I mean, it's, uh, we're recording it's not... this now on the um, on the 18th of March. Mm. Uh, yesterday, um, 17th of March, obviously St Patrick's Day. So yeah, every year I think of that those bridge to bars, yeah. those St Patrick's Day bridge to bars, because of all the Paddy's days I've ever experienced, they are by far the best. The guy was yeah. in there for two, maybe three, but definitely two, and they were just two of the best days. Like mm. just, just pure joy. Well, we had the. Uh... The night before, the night before Paddy's Paddy's Day, we'd set it up. We'd set up the bar, and we had to give you an hand. like, oh, just a couple of drinks. I'll put a few balloons up. Fucking hell, you had about sixteen pints of Murphy's. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember from. we we ruined yeah. it for everyone, didn't we? Yeah, we had the um, pretty much. Yeah, we uh, first time we had Murphy's on tap in the pub it was the first like managed to get like a small keg. Was it twenty five liters of it in for um for Paddy's Day, like, so happy that, who was the brewery, whoever was, DB or whoever it was, I can't remember. Yeah, it was all through DB. We got it in and just chuffed and, like, the the girls that were working in the bar at the time, none of them knew how to pour a pint stout. So it was like, right, when we will close the bar, uh, whatever, nine, ten o'clock, it was a quiet one. Because, yeah, everyone was, like, knew the next day was Paddy's Day, so it was, like, nice and sensible. We'll got a couple of the kayakers around you were there and we like putting all the balloons as you said decorating the bar it's like right for helping us out i'll teach these girls how to pour pints so there's obviously going to be pints poured and you guys can all have one each to fucking to uh, celebrate or to thank you for putting the stuff up (laughs) we ended up like just yeah there was more than four or five pints poured there was like probably four or five pints each poured and then just turned into a session the night before the biggest session of the year and uh Our Murphy's, <laughs> the Murphy's ran out by fucking four p.m. on St Patrick's Day. <laughs> so like I'd been telling everyone, God, Murphy's is great. Murphy's is great. Like it's from Cork. I'm from Cork. You have to come have a pint. So people were actually eager to come and have a pint of Murphy's after work. They'd finish work. They get to and they go right. I'll have a Murphy's. You're like, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but they drank enough of it after then. Christ, we sold enough oh, of that. Yeah. It was just it was brilliant. Mm. Yeah, those Paddy's days are good. Good days. And uh, yeah, the yeah, football well, nights. I think well. them, yeah, fo- football nights, um, the office, what's in the office, at, you know, four, four or five episodes of the office, you know, again after that, we've done a few bevies. And then um, the lady, the sounds night, I've never, I've never experienced, obviously, I didn't, you know, get up on stage, but it was like I was sat in the pub and me, I had a few, few beers, it was like seven o'clock. I just seen people strolling in, fellas like dressed up, and I was like, "Shit, I think I'm gonna have to get involved in this." So seeing uh, Ashling and and uh, Abby was, and they were like, "Come, we've got, we'll get you dressed up." So they took <laughs> took me right to their block, got me put one of Ashling's dresses on, for Abby's makeup, and then waltzed back in the pub like like it was all normal, you know. <laughs> 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 Sat there a few few games of pool, and then what's what's the competition there? I wonder no, did uh, no, Ru- no <laughs> did uh, RuPaul make his way through um through Milford Sound at some point when he was younger and got the idea yeah. for his TV show <laughs> from Lady of the Sounds. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, it was yeah, it was the, those nights were just yeah, those nights were mental madness, absolutely crazy. And fair deuce, man, there's just everyone gets involved, don't they? Like you said, yeah. you mentioned it in a previous home you did Asher, where if there was a a fancy dress attached to someone's birthday to whatever night of the week it was you knew you were guaranteed about 10 to 20 people were going to go full in like oh, easy. All, yeah. all out just going to get everything in yeah maybe even more sometimes like it was brilliant what was, was that uh, what was that what was that stuff we used to that wine that jesus that uh hiding wise oh my god fucking hell how how <laughs> is this <laughs> It's mad because how is that never come? Like, this is like the 10th. That's a good point. It's like the 10th one yeah. we've recorded, and it's the first time that someone's brought them up. So, yeah, it's it was... literally like, you'd be, you'd be on I a mean... quiz night or bingo or whatever, and it'd be like, I? like, fucking hell. And you knew you weren't getting out of it. And it was like another round, another round, and you're like, you smashed, weren't you, straight away? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do you, what's Asha for you? What is your memory of where did that come from because it was the same like when i got there my first night there marina was like oh come in this is four or five people sitting there get around to harry mize in and it's like well what the fuck is this and then yeah you're mixing wine with um sparkling wine with red bull or whatever lift or whatever it was it was called and then yeah just doing it in shots but like where did that come from (laughs) so I don't actually know. That was that was well established before I arrived, but I've got a feeling that um, Ty might have an answer to that. So if we end up getting him on, that'd be a good mm. question for Ty. Yeah, well, if he I'm doesn't sure. have an answer, he'll at least have a good yarn to spin about yeah. where it might have come from. Yeah, well, I mean, this, <laughs> it depends on how long it's, it was going. There's, there are plenty of people who remember it, but that was... Because yeah, yeah, you yeah. get into, as you say, guys, you get stuck into a round of them. So say there was yeah. 10 of you and one person just sneaks off to the bar doesn't say anything you're like mm. i hope they don't come back with a fucking hiring yeah. Yeah. and then they do yeah. and you're like oh no because now they've got one that yeah. means he's gonna get one i mean she's gonna get yeah. one which means i'm gonna yeah. have to get one which means i can't leave 10 rounds yeah. 10 rounds which means i can't leave or go home or or do anything yeah. until i've got my round in and by the time that comes around i'm pissed so i don't give a shit how long i'm yeah. like, oh my god do you remember shaky the night that uh nick croft's Wanted to see how many shots of hiding wire he could do. He did an entire one by himself, didn't he? And then the some. He jumped through about one and a half before he um, chunted over the door on his way. Yeah. Oh my god, he was in an off way because they were like, we didn't have fifty shot glasses, so whatever we had, we'd like mm. fill them all up, and then as he would do one, someone would bring it to the other end and then top that up, so there was just a constant stream of shots, and he was just go 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 go, like but. Remember, children, drink responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or have someone have someone responsible with you when you're drinking irresponsibly. <laughs> drink responsibly, have a professional pour your hiding eyes. Yeah. But uh, I think second I think gear rule. One of the worst things for me personally, one of the worst things he'd done in Milford was shut that was shut that pub. I mean, obviously I've not I wasn't there when it when it closed, but to literally just go, right, that's it now. Uh, it just suck away. I don't know. Like the hat and soul of the place as well, wasn't it really? So it's crazy, but you know. Yeah, I mean, people, people will have gone in there and have never known it to be mm. open. So I imagine it, it'll be fine. But like they've just shifted it over there. They've just shifted the, the the hub now, really. So like things happening elsewhere, which I suppose there is a bit of positive to that. Like people are making ventures down to Deepwater Basin more. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're calling down yeah. to see people instead of just. 
being in the pub, I suppose, which that's yeah, not and bad spending time in different accommodation blocks and, mm. and getting out to see how how the other companies live as well. It's got to be a positive side to that. Yeah, it took me a long time to get down there, like to see other people. Like, I mean, I'm sure I, I think I was only ever in your gaff, Gary, like twice or something like that. Yeah, sweet yeah. little spot you had, but like it felt like being in a different town, like or a different country, yeah. even. It was just mad. Like, you get down, you're like, oh, yeah, it's not just the pub and the accommodation directly behind <laughs> the pub or the, the lodge. Like, it was, yeah, it was, mm. it was mad. It was mad. So, just going to go back a little bit when you when you got there right we, you've explained how you got there and all that sort of stuff but like when did you what how long was it before you like you realized shit this place is pretty special like i'm like i'm this is not just going to be like a quick little six month one season thing like i'm happy to stay here for longer like was there any particular moment or was it like maybe was it when you came back the second time or i think um I think well, we did a, did like a, well, no, you're not you're not supposed to. They say, well, did a walk to the top of the the Bone Falls. Um, had a look. I think it was when I looked out over that. I was like, oh my god, you know, again, you know, seeing you know that. But it was just like I've never been anywhere like that before. And I've done walks. You know, you do walks in the UK or you know mountains and stuff. But to see that, it was just like it was uh, you know middle of summer. It was just like this is unbelievable. Uh, I think that was the point where I was like. I'm gonna st- you know stick around there for a while, and then when I wasn't there, I missed being there. So, and I still miss being there now, even even after all these years, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much the point, and then, um, yeah, pretty much it, me. Yeah, a few people have mentioned that walk being one of the times when they realised, mm. well, you know, this place is is pretty spectacular. It is really cool mm. that that is like. It's um, a locals only thing, if you will. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was because there was no. It wasn't like a place where it was like loads of people taking, you know, loads of talk, taking photographs or whatever. Just it was me, Russell, and Charlotte at the time. It was just it was also three up there, and it was like, yeah, it was, it was just peaceful. And that was that. I say that was that was the point where I was like, I've, I've arrived here now, you know. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you um? Do you? You mentioned earlier. Do you keep in touch? I mean, we obviously, you and me, obviously, keep in touch. Like, message each other quite regularly. We've, you've been down to my place a couple of times. We've met yeah. in North Wales. We had a weekend in North Wales, and we that was pretty good. And um, do you do you keep in touch now with many Milford heads, many ex? Yeah, I mean, I've got let's say there's a few on the you know the, the social media and stuff like that. Um, again, it's uh, Charlotte. Obviously, she was there. She was there when I first arrived. Mm. Um, she. I think she got married last year, but I keep in touch with any. I mean, I, I'm pretty much open to speak to anybody, really. You know, mm. um, but yeah, it's uh, you know you do miss you do again, but you do miss that type. You know, the, the, the thing in the army called camaraderie, similar to being in Milford. You know, everyone's together, aren't they? So, to, when you leave that, it's like it's a bit of a sickener, you know. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's the worst bit about being in Milford, yeah. knowing that eventually you have to leave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is sickening. And then, um, would you, if you could press a button and go right back to the start, and do it all again? Would you do it all again, and would you change anything? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd do it all. 
Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change. I don't think it change anything really. Um, there's a couple of that, two little bits and bobs, but nothing really. You know, like oh, I should have really done that. It was, I'd done everything that I wanted to do. You know, um, again, it, the experience with with working with you know with 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 MDA as well. That sort of made it in in certain ways uh, as well, but. Um, but yeah, no, it's there's not. I wouldn't change a thing really. And I, I think if if I did, then obviously it'd change around today, really, wouldn't it? So mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, the search continues. We get to find somebody who wouldn't push the button and go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> you won't, we won't find many. Yeah, I don't think you'll find many. Yeah. So, no, and as you said, you do it tomorrow. Like yeah. there has to be. We need to do some sort of a virtual. Milford reunion thing. I mean, it would it'd be a bit difficult because you'd have like however many hundred people on the screen and no one would be able to talk to anyone or whatever. But like if they held like in a post yeah. <laughs> <laughs> COVID world, if you could like have a, 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 a ex Milford weekend somewhere in the world and you just have like people dropping in, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a conference every year, yeah. that'd be pretty fucking, mm. that'd be pretty special. Mm. Yeah. You, you'd probably go every year as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> It would be great. It would be great. But um, thanks for jumping on and joining us, guys. It's been class oh, chat no with you. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, really it's, it's been a brilliant chat. It's a good, uh, good little thing he's doing as well, lads. So keep it up. Cheers, man. We will. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. That is yeah, the plan. So, uh, hello to everybody who knows me. I am Gary. <laughs> MDA Gary. I am, I am the Gary. <laughs> yeah, MDA Gary, not uh, not Southern Discoveries yeah. Gary. That's why we have to say all the time. <laughs> no, MDA Gary. What, what? old Gary's going to America with you? No, no, MDA Gary. <laughs> so yeah, before you go, guys, um, have you got any anything to plug? Anything happening that you might want to give a shout out to? Funny enough, I've just launched my new business. Called GC Artwork. That's G double E dash C double E dash Artwork. That's basically I do paintings. I've done a couple of paintings of Milford and things to do with New Zealand and bits of inspiration really. Uh, but I'll do anything. So if anyone wants any any commissions or any any sketches done, can post in any way you want. So just get in touch with me on uh, on Facebook and you say or go through shaking. I'm sure he can tag us into it. So, yeah, no, we will. We'll put um, yeah. the link to it on the description for this um, for this podcast. And yeah, we'll share it, man. So the stuff I've seen so far in you has been great, man. You're yeah, very it's, talented. Fair play it's, to you. It, it's early doors, like you say. Just something I wanted to get into, just to you know keep my mind ticking over and stuff. So, and uh, yeah, it's going pretty good. So I made up with it. Yeah, fair play, man. Yeah. Brilliant. It looks like it's off to yeah. a cracking start. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Uh, cheers, buddy. No worries. Talk soon. That was Gary Cotterall. Cheers, Gary. It's great to hear a different perspective on the Milford experience, especially coming at it from the MDA angle. Just the regular housekeeping here for the end of the episode, everybody. You can check us out on social media. The Facebook and Instagram links will be in the show notes for this episode. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us with anything else, if you have an idea for the podcast or you just want to say good day, feel free to fire through an email at themilfordsoundpodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, do check out Gary's art page as well. It is as fantastic as we're making it out to be. That'll also be linked in the show notes. And as always, huge thanks to the lads at Left or Right for letting us use their track Frozen Cat. You can find them on Bandcamp, likewise linked below. Also, when this episode's coming out, if you're in Dunedin today, come to Feastock. Why aren't you at Feastock? We'll see you there. Otherwise, come next year, and we'll see you guys next episode. Cheers. That was great.